Hi everyone, welcome to Cancer Healing Journey Talks. Myself Sonali Modi from Community Outreach Team of Zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. We guide cancer patients on adopting an integrative oncology treatment approach. We help them find the balance between medical treatment and complementary treatment therapies. We help our patients with our team of oncologists, lab experts, nutritionists, and other healthcare professionals so that we can improve the treatment outcome for patients. And we also help in connecting patients with other cancer warriors who have gone through this journey to address their queries. We also share inspirational journeys to motivate cancer warriors who are going through this journey currently. So firstly, I would like to introduce you to today's speaker, Ms. Anamika. She's a cancer survivor. I'm happy that you're here with us today to share your story. So Anamika, please uh, tell us something about yourself. First of all, I would really like to thank you for, you know, actually getting me into this because uh, I've just completed my cancer treatment. My operation was done in August. And, uh, you know, I, I honestly needed some more motivation in my life, you know, and also to uh, share my story where, you know, um, many people, you know, they get hope, you know, that this is not just the end of your life. It's, it, it gives you more faith to, you know, start a new life again. Yeah. So what made you go for the diagnosis and what were the symptoms initially? Uh, so, uh, in 2018, I was just married. It was been just 10 months I got married. And uh, after 10 months, uh, when I was sleeping in the night, I just, you know, felt a lump in my breast. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, uh, might be periods are coming. So, you know, nothing to worry. But uh, again, after, you know, a week or something, I discussed it with my husband. And he was like, no, you should get it checked because you already have a family history. Mm -hmm. uh, so, we went for uh, autopsy, biopsy. Uh, I, I was in Dubai that time. I did MRI. And uh, the MRI showed uh, it's the normal fibroglandular lump, which is nothing to worry about, nothing to worry for. And then, uh, but something, you know, something, uh, the intuition of mine was, you know, no, let's go to India and, you know, recheck it again. I went to Delhi. I did my checkups there, biopsy there. And the report there, it was positive. Okay, sure. Can you share your news? Like uh, how this news was disclosed to you and your family? Uh, so when... When I got my report and I, you know, I met my doctor, the oncologist, Dr. Geeta. Mm -hmm. uh, she herself was in tears because she was like, you know, you are my first youngest patient. And, uh, but don't worry, you'll be all right. And then she told that this is, you know, a genetic carcinoma. Mm -hmm. And uh, which is related to like BRCA1 uh, thing. And I, I was like, uh, I had nothing to say. I was so, uh, what do you say? I got so low that time. But my husband and doctor, they both held my hands and they were like, we will get to it. Don't worry. Mm. Yeah. So like, how did you all face it? Uh, it was difficult. It was very difficult. You know, the chemotherapies, it, it kinds of, uh, take you to the depression and you know you get a lot of mood swings because uh, 
lot of hormonal uh, changes in the body your periods get stopped and because um, <clears throat> of that also you get a lot of mood swings and mm. but uh, you know i had a hope that you know i'll get through it because my father's three sisters they had breast cancer one of them my first cousin even she had at the age of 35 and uh, yeah looking at them i thought even i will pass through this soon yeah so like what treatment have you undergone i went uh, during my first treatment i went through six chemos mm. and uh, 21 radiation therapy mm. and at what stage was this cancer diagnosed third stage third stage the earlier one was uh, quite big like at least three four lumps mm. uh, and the second time which i this year when i did test it was a very minute because uh, i was you know continuously self checking myself and you know so it was very a uh, smaller one and uh, yeah yeah so you know chemotherapy is a very tough routine so please share your experience and how you coped with it and what all difficulties you faced during your treatment so our uh, doctor suggested me to you know imply that chemo port inside that okay. will be easy to uh, take the chemotherapy sessions yeah. so first we had our uh, chemo port inserted and then uh, first chemo we did which was uh, first was very much difficult because you know it makes you so weak so weak after uh, the very next day you feel you know vomitings and diarrhea and you are not able to walk and you know suddenly you feel that you are not able to move your body as well so these are the symptoms which which are carried for at least 3 4 days after chemotherapy mm-hmm. and uh, after first session i guess if in my honor of uh, a week or 8 days uh, my hair started falling that was the worst part of my complete therapy to you know lose my hair but um, somehow like my family my husband they gave me strength to you know the looks doesn't matter if you are bold and you know your heart is beautiful nothing matters in this world mm. so yeah then even second third chemo session was bit difficult but then uh, fourth fifth sixth i knew that these are the symptoms and this going this is going to happen with you so you know better you uh, make yourself ready for this so i started reading books meditating and you know diverting my mind towards uh, different things which will make me a little calm and you know soothing way so yeah that is yeah so you know uh during cancer when you're going through the journey it's a very tough like it's a very tough routine so we all need support of someone so who was your major support system along with the family my husband his yeah. super rock solid support Hmm. and uh, it's been a love marriage i am marwadi he is maharashtrian so when i got first i got this news i was like uh, do you still want to stay with me like you know because it's a major thing to uh, because mine it was such a big uh, third stage that i had to completely remove my breast hmm. because of the genetic thing 
because it reoccurs again. Even doctors suggested uh, that you know, first time to remove both the breasts, but uh, at such young age, I was not ready to you know accept that thing to not have that particular part on your body. But um, then I was like, no, let's go for one first. <laughs> let's uh, you know operate one side. And then I'll see maybe in one and a half year, I'll again go for the second operation. But exactly after two years, I got it in my other breast. Mm -hmm. So yeah. through the complete journey, my husband was rock solid support for me. Mm -hmm. Like without him, I don't think I would have, you know, achieved this success. Yeah. So like, what do people need to expect when they get this cancer type? Uh, I know it's uh, it's very stressful, but uh, you have to have hope and faith because that is what it will you know take you to complete your journey. Mm. First of all, just calm your mind and uh, think of what could be the best things to do during your treatment uh, maybe you know diet exercising mm. uh, other activities that will you know uh, just uh, remove that thing from your mind that I'm cancer patient no you are not you are cancer patient but there are many other things that you can do it's not like you're just bed stuck mm. you can move yourself you can actually enjoy many things in your life yeah, so basically so, do those things that will basically divert your mind from the thing. Uh, mind. Yeah. Yes. yes. Hmm. And uh, if you have a very good doctor, good family, good friends, definitely you'll, you know, move out of this. Yeah, definitely that process becomes easy if we have that support of our family and friends besides us. Yes. Yeah. So like, what is the importance of self-examination? Like, uh, have you done any self-examination before you got to know that you are diagnosed with stage three breast cancer? Have you gone through any? And what is the importance of such for ladies, especially? Uh, honestly, even if my family had like three uh, previous histories of breast cancer, I wasn't aware about it. I wasn't aware at all. So, you know, uh, I honestly feel that every lady should do self-examination at least three times a week whenever they take shower. You know, just take a little soap and move your fingers, tips around your breast. And, you know, even if you feel anything fishy or, you know, think something is wrong, just take appointment to your oncologist or gynecologist mm -hmm. and they can help you with the best thing. And mine was like, you know, hardly 10-15% of uh, girls would get this BRCA one that is genetic one yes but uh, after my treatment when I visited my doctor in Delhi she was like after you there are many so young girls they are coming like at the age of 27 28 then I asked my doctor that you know okay mine was genetic but uh, young girls getting breast cancer what is the reason of uh, you know so she was like, uh, hormon, hormonal changes. Mm -hmm. Secondly, uh, lifestyle, like smoking, drinking. 
it also may you know majorly affects and then uh, girls with dense breast even they have tendency to you know develop a lump in their cancerous okay. lump in their it's it's mostly like you know uh, after age of 40 you get breast cancer but it's not like that keep yourself do regular screenings uh, doctor usually recommends after age of 40 for mammograms mm. but uh, uh, if you are like genetically this then they can also recommend at early stage to get a mammo checkups and self check is the best thing to do like mm. weekly uh, thrice you can give at least that much of time to yourself yeah. it hardly take 5 minutes Mm, definitely it's hardly take 5 minutes so prevention is better than cure yeah 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 mm-hmm. and so the uh, second you... time i mm-hmm. got to know was also again by self check only because i was so mm-hmm. conscious i i already knew that time you know i've been suffered to something earlier so mm-hmm. i used to keep on checking so it was it was very minute kind of a lump which was you know cached early by me so yeah i have I, so during my second session i don't had to go with radiations i just did my chemotherapies and operation that's it hmm. because you detected early in the second early yeah, yeah. So otherwise it's you, difficult uh-huh. if you detect uh, later you know it can spread to your lymph nodes spread, and yeah. that, mm-hmm. that's very difficult later on that. yes but early Precaution Precaution is is better. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, did you try any alternative treatment? No, I didn't. Okay. Just chemo so, sessions and radiations. Radiations. सेशंस ड्यूरिंग माई फर्स्ट ट्रीटमेंट एंड दिस इयर आई वेंट टू टोटल इलेवन सेशंस Okay, and it was very minute, minute one because mm. uh, doctor was worried. This is second time your body might not hold that amount of uh, chemo in your. So mm. total eighteen was been uh, told by doctor, but in eleven sessions it was almost cleared. Mm. So we did not took more chemos. Okay. So did you made any lifestyle changes during after the treatment? I did. i did and it was it really made a drastic change like what changes uh, you made hmm. i started going gym exercising and uh, secondly diet okay you have to you have to eat very healthy i'm i'm avoiding sugar like you know i don't eat sugar at all yeah because doctors also recommend that during uh, cancer you should cut out on your sugar intake not during cancer i'll suggest after cancer also hmm so there are always this you know uh, instead of having sugar you can have this jaggery powder in your tea hmm. and there are many things that you can actually change in your daily lifestyle yeah, jaggery also means good which we call good yeah mm-hmm, yeah. yeah and even if someone is taking honey that also because as uh, nowadays honey also has sugar so If someone yeah you honey, have to yeah. make sure that honey is honey. you don't contains mm-hmm. sugar yeah yeah that hmm. so like what all things helped you in your recovery like please emphasize on the integrative oncology aspect of the treatment 
during chemo sessions only i started my yoga and you know mm-hmm. uh, training and everything so that way i was you know it was easy for me to make movements of my arm and everything because after operation your body actually gets stiff your shoulder yeah. your hands everything gets stiff you are not even able to move your hand so uh i was on the I, when my operation was done the very first day uh the physiotherapy comes and she was like uh, we'll start your sessions by tomorrow and the next the very next morning she comes and you know she just gave me a very slow movement exercise i said no just held my hand and you know lift it up completely i want my hand to completely go up i don't want to you know even stuck it in midway mm-hmm. so uh, that's the thing you need more of confidence to do you know that you know you can do anything if you really want to achieve something you can you want to actually have confidence and confidence in yourself yes so like uh, during those times uh, like can you share experience about uh, your caregivers caregivers firstly i would like to thank my doctor my complete hospital team from nurses to the chemo givers because they were so sweet and you know kind like uh, they always used to make me laugh whenever i used to get serious during my chemotherapies mm-hmm. so they used to be you know make fun or you know uh, they were like because whenever i used to go for the sessions i could only see older ladies ladies near me no one of my age so i used to you know get depressed after seeing that you know why me why me at such a young age i had like i wanted more like you know later on right. or maybe why did question, god came yeah if you had this question why me so how like you coped up with this thought okay so i cried i cried and i said my mom why me mom <laughs> and she was like maybe because god thinks you can only deal with it like god thinks you are the more uh, you have that kind of strength that uh, you know you can just completely win this Hmm. Yeah. So you know, every crisis in life teaches you a particular lesson. So, what life lessons has your cancer journey taught you? Uh, if you feel like saying no, just say no. First thing, and then have no regrets or you know grudges in your life. Whatever you feel from your heart, just say it. Just say. It. Don't keep mm-hmm. anything inside. And. Uh, Yeah, just to be positive and live your life completely. Yeah. So, like, what was your first reaction? Like, when your reports were showing that now you are cancer free. I was very happy. We actually celebrated it. Uh, we got a cake and you know, few balloons at the home. Mm. My friends came over, and then we celebrated it. And I was like, "Yes, I am a warrior. I did it." Yes. So yeah, do you still go for prescribed checkups after the reports have been declared cancer free? Yes, I again I now after my second thing I have to uh, do my PET scan after 3 months. And after 3 months then every year for 5 years I have to keep on checking my PET scan even if both mastectomy is done. Because of the genetic BRCA1 I still have chances to get it in the ovaries. Okay. so i have to be very careful you know uh, for my checkups my diet my 
exercising and uh, tablets, medicines, you have to be very careful to take it on time to time. And uh, I'll just say, if you don't feel, you know, something is not right or your body is not taking up, just visit doctor and just speak up. Don't keep anything inside. Hmm. So even if I have a small headache now, I just message my doctor <laughs> and he's like, you're all right, don't worry. <laughs> Uh, because uh, once we go through that stage the fear comes within us like what yes. if, what if it comes again so do you have this fear of recurrence and if yes then how do you like deal with it uh, I said damage did existed but it does not now so this fear of having it back again because I'm genetic positive, it's still there. But I I am completely strong that even if it comes back, I have to, you know, fight it back because I want to live with my loved ones. I want to, you know, uh, celebrate more, uh, uh, more in the life hmm. and to be with my family. Yeah. So gratitude seems to be the biggest strength to fight in through the situation. So what were you ever so grateful for that made you always calm down after thinking or revisiting that memory? Sorry. What was you ever so grateful for after you like re recollect those memories that you have gone through? What are you grateful for during your cancer journey? I am grateful that uh you know i actually got this at the younger age because might be you know if i would have crossed maybe 35 40 i i might not have that kind of strength in my body to co cope up uh, cancer twice mm. so i'm grateful that you know uh, whatever happened happened for good maybe uh, when i got it second time also like maybe you know uh, something more worse was going to happen so but it was very tiny and i'm now i'm already getting rid of it so yeah yes so uh, what is an act of kindness that you will never forget mm, during my treatment yeah uh so during this chemo sessions, you actually, uh, you know, lose your taste. You actually cannot, you know, whatever is been made, you cannot actually uh, have the proper taste in your mouth. So my friends, uh, my friend usually used to come at home and she used to specially prepare food for me. Like, you know, okay, you're not liking this, I'll make this for you. You're not liking this, I'll make this for you. Because my parents, my family stay in Mumbai and for the treatment, I was back in Delhi. Uh, mm -hmm. I did my graduation there in Amity. So mm -hmm. I made wonderful friends there who, who also gave immense support during the journey. Mm -hmm. Like um, before every session, they used to come with me and, you know, uh, like mentally they used to, uh, uh, what you say, prepare me yeah. for the session. Usually they used to calm you down. Um, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really matters uh, during the treatment how 
uh, other people are supporting you strengthening you and giving you power and most of all positivity is very much required during that time yeah so how do you feel more positive now so uh, after my second treatment like second uh, operation and uh, everything chemos and everything i'm like uh, more positive than the earlier one because i'm like uh, it's over whatever it was it was over just it's a new new start just be happy and you know uh, start doing things which you always had in your bucket list because you never know what life brings or life throws at you so just achieve your dreams so what is that one thing in your bucket list uh so i'm a fashion designer so uh, uh, my i actually want to visit london paris uh, see the milan fashion shows and then something you know which i create i want to see somewhere in the paris to be displayed <laughs> yeah that's a wonderful thing yeah hmm. so how do you like reward yourself whenever you achieve any goal i pat myself and uh, i just say you are you can do it you have always done it and you can still do it hmm. so what is it one thing you would want to share uh, as a message to the caregivers and survivors uh don't ever lose hope a woman is so strong that she can actually win anything and cancer is just a thing she can just win anything hmm yes so uh during such times many people go for support groups because uh, if because it happens that many people don't find support from their family from their friends so they go for online support groups so what do you think are the importance of such support groups and why they are very helpful i would uh, like even i try to uh, get in touch with the max hospital support group for cancer patients and they are wonderful they are wonderful even if you have a loving family or supporting family you can always you know uh, go for the support group because they share their stories over there they mm-hmm. share a hope like uh, they share some kind of hope that you know you think that even you can go through it mm-hmm. so nothing is impossible and most of all they share their treatments their medical terms and in if in case you are missing something uh in your uh, during your medicines or during your complete medical treatment then you can always you know just that one point you can always ask your doctor yeah so how do you like appreciate or enjoy what is the thing you appreciate and enjoy about yourself the most mm right now i'm enjoying it's like uh, my genetics gave me my new style like my this haircut i'm just you know <laughs> yeah so uh i'm i'm loving this new me mm-hmm. yeah so how has been your life after cancer it's been difficult it's uh, i can say you know uh, for strength also for there's quite little uh, weakness right now 
but uh, yeah take step one by one one at a day so but uh, it actually emotionally also it drains you out hmm. uh, you keep on thinking about the same thing but as i said meditation helps you a lot so working out meditation it's it's my key motto to do it every day yeah so what do you think are the stigmas attached to cancer the importance of awareness for it it's very important it's very important uh, to tell families you know to tell all the ladies even if it's a man or women you have to tell them that you know uh, start checking yourself no age is uh, given that you know you'll get this cancer after that particular age you can get it any time so better you take early precautions than losing your life yeah well said so what went well and if you, you love yourself yeah. if you love yourself you'll definitely take care of yourself yes if you love yourself you will definitely yeah, take care of yourself your body your mind your soul yes 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 yeah so what went well for you that time and how did you contribute to it what went well uh actually nothing was easy <laughs> it was difficult but um i would say radiations were a little more easier than chemos because chemos actually drains you out so radiations are still better than chemos but um i was like doctor literally pushed me for for my each and every part so my mm-hmm. chemo doctor was separate my uh, you know radiation doctor was separate my onc- uh, surgeon oncology surgeon was separate but all the three i am so glad and i you know i literally wish them a very very happy and healthy life forever because mm-hmm. they treated me so well and because of them i'm absolutely you know all right so uh, yeah i guess radiation was still better than chemo <laughs> hmm. you know there are days when you feel that it's too much to handle but you still don't give up so what was the one thing that helped you and motivated you on such days uh my husband standing beside me okay like even if like you know i was like no i'm not looking good i don't have health he used to literally uh, uh the thing is actually he shaved my head hmm. you know you look so oh. beautiful without your hair you know let's just give a bald uh, look very rocking look and then uh we actually called all our friends and we went for a dinner during my chemotherapies and uh, yeah i was just completely bald and uh, that time also like many uh, people here and there they were looking at me and i was so nervous you know like if i am looking bad that you know they are just looking at me so you know one foreigner couple was sitting there beside us and having dinner and uh, they actually complimented me you're looking beautiful and that that particular thing made me you know 
okay no yeah i'm looking good you know someone when someone compliments you even at your worst then you feel no something is there which which gives is, you the hope to hang on yes hmm. yeah so have you tried any art or any creative thing uh, during your cancer journey mm-hmm. to like uh, divert your mind and to mm-hmm. hmm. i uh, i do sketchings i do a uh, lot of coloring even my friends this time gifted me coloring books like uh, for fashion illustrations and all mm. so yeah a nice music nice burning mm. candles help okay. me mm. a lot yeah so how do you like calm or relax yourself um, after a tiring day or after you're stressed i really need a good music and a good book and if not book then i would like to you know um, make my room very uh, you know nice lights and candles and watch something good on netflix which is fun and yeah that way i like to spend my time yeah so what would be your one line i'm like i don't want to take any more uh, stress in my life i just want to be happy and do my work that's it Yes, that's absolutely. Even if my friends call me, you know, give me a call. I'm so worried. I'm so stressed for this thing. Okay, just spill it out. Don't stress so much about you know uh, mm-hmm. any particular thing. Just talk with that person in hand that you know this this is my problem with you, and then just finish it. No mm-hmm. more drama in your life. You'll be happy. <laughs> so in a way, it has actually changed a lot. It has mm-hmm. changed me a lot. And uh, you know. i have seen that a lot of people have taken stress in their life as their motto so and it is often said that when you have stress anxiety depression these issues then those people uh, have some this hormonal disbalance because due to stress we obviously have hormonal disbalance and then later yes. on it, in the reports also is detected that the cause of your cancer was because you took a lot of stress yes sleep disorders anxiety depression true 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 the people should actually nowadays balance a healthy life if they, are, they if they think they are tired they should actually get a good sleep at mm-hmm. least for 8 hours 9 hours how much their body is asking for it's not only 7 8 hours if your body is asking for more just sleep and take relax and uh, nowadays lot of uh, for stress also there are lot of you know uh, you say activities are happening mm-hmm. online yoga sessions meditations yoga sessions that. yeah mm-hmm. yes and whatever you like maybe mm-hmm. the, uh, i like uh, sketching coloring designing so that is my part i am happy with it whatever you feel like you know playing something playing games whatever wherever your mind is diverted just do that mm-hmm. yeah So, are you a working professional? Yeah, right now uh, there is a brand in Dubai, the Rag by Kachins. I am working there. It's a multi-designer store. Uh, they have all these good labels like Tarun Tailiani, Anita Dongre, and mm. uh, all high-end designers, Amit Agarwal. So, yeah, if any client need customizations or something, I always help them out. yeah so like during your cancer journey how did you manage your personal and professional life during my treatment i honestly took a break because i i didn't 
uh, how much ever you try the work will stress you Unfortunate. up even mm-hmm. for the smallest thing because my treatment was taking in india and my work was in dubai so i i completely took a gap for at least one and a half year and then i came back to dubai and then started my work and they actually waited for me they were like even my workplace people they were very supportive and they were like no we will wait for you to come back mm, uh, supportive work culture is what everyone like longs for important yeah very important in today's life especially yeah. and in my complete journey they were so caring like they used to keep on calling they used to keep on messaging and how are you feeling and you know uh, if you need anything any help any time just message us we will be there for you that is very important to have mm-hmm. this kind of people in your life absolutely and uh, if you have to sum up your journey in one sentence then what would that be it made me warrior Uh, and uh, you know at zenonco.io we work towards the betterment of cancer patients through integrated oncology so what are your thoughts on the same uh may i know what's towards integrated uh, oncology yeah integrated oncology means apart from the medical treatment we also help the patients with palliative care support with our team of lab experts with diagnostic tests anti cancer diet plan and uh, acupuncture oxygen therapies and all the other things that patient require after the medical treatment and during the medical treatment also with the we that's help them with really, medical cannabis yeah that's really nice uh, that's actually a good idea you know even if you're giving good counseling to people uh, mm-hmm. the people who are actually fighting cancer it might actually help them to you know change their mind at some point because you know many people who don't uh, many families i can say women who cannot raise their voices at their homes or you know suffering due to many things hmm. at home during their treatment so this is the best part of uh, group you know where they can share feelings they can you know act- and it's good to get counseling it's not a bad thing people actually think you know Uh, speaking to a psychiatrist or getting a good counselor it's 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 not a good thing maybe i'm you know and something is wrong with me but no it's actually a good thing to you know ask for help and you people are actually doing a great job if so many things are involved during treatment you're giving to people it's actually a good thing mm-hmm. so you know your story is really inspiring and i hope this session really motivates people out there who have traveled or been traveling through this journey so it was lovely having you today on this session with us anamika so yeah Same thank here. you so much yeah thank, thank you, you so much